Welcome to episode six of FountainCast, a bi-weekly podcast brought to you by the Fountain Hills Chamber of Commerce, striving to be your one-stop fountain of information regarding local business news and community happenings. I'm your host, Paige Lawrenson. Hello, Fountain Hills, and welcome to another exciting episode of FountainCast. We are so glad to have you listening today, so thank you so much for stopping by and checking out the show. For today's episode, I sat down with Debbie Clayson of Clayson Communications to learn more about how effective marketing can take your business to the next level. Right after her interview, make sure to stay tuned as we hear from Linda Ayers, the town's new recreation manager. She's going to tell us all of the details about one of the biggest events here in Fountain Hills, the Fourth at the Fountain. Let's get started. To start off this week's episode, I'm excited to welcome Debbie Clayson of Clayson Communications to FountainCast. Debbie, thank you so much for being with us. My pleasure. All right, so I'm just going to jump right in. And you are a member of the Chamber of Commerce, and I see on your website that you are known as the hometown (laughs) marketing expert. I am. But for those who may not know what you and your business are all about, can you just start off by letting everyone know what your business does? Absolutely. So Clayson Communications, basically, I provide marketing and communication services for business owners in Fountain Hills and the surrounding areas. Um, That means that not only strategic planning for maybe what your marketing plan should look like, but then also everything that goes along with that. So the writing and design services for the newsletters, brochures, postcards, website copy, press releases, feature articles, that kind of thing, as well as video marketing, social media management, um, photography, and then I also mentioned the on-site strategic planning, so I do that as well. And my um, consultation is complimentary, so I firmly believe every business owner can affordably and effectively market their products and services, no matter the size of their advertising budget. I love to sit down and find out where the business owners are going, where they want to end up, and then tell them what they can maybe do for free, and if they need to hire me, what that's going to cost. All right, so it sounds like you kind of do it all. (laughs) One-stop shop. (laughs) It kind of does. Yeah, so I I always like to hear how someone got to where they are today and truly hear what your journey is with your career. So how did you get to be known as the hometown marketing expert Mm -hmm. when it comes to advertising, public relations, all that fun stuff? Well, honestly, I think it's so very innate in me. I've been a storyteller for as long as I can remember, going back to when I was 10 years old. So I'm the oldest of five, and I used to send my brother and sisters out on assignment, and they would interview like other family members, the family pets, like the dog about his fleas, and then they'd come back and they'd tell me their stories, and I'd type them up on one of those old toy typewriters, has the red and the blue ink, in it and do family newspapers. And so I parlayed that into, it just was, it's been a lifelong passion of mine. So uh, undergraduate degree, uh, journalism from Indiana University, and then early 1990s, hung out a shingle in Kokomo, Indiana, where I was a member of the chamber, very important part of my journey, and worked with small to mid-sized businesses, very close, very much like Fountain Hills, very a small, supportive community, and that's just my passion. I love to hear, how, just like you said, you know, love to hear how people got started, 
what their story is and then help them use that in order to become as successful as they want to be. Awesome. Well, thank you for telling us more about that. It Mm -hmm. definitely seems that you had this path your whole life leading to where you are today. So I always love hearing that. So as someone who does work in marketing and communication, what would you say is the number one rule you wish business owners, business professionals followed in the market with, with marketing in their business? I wish they all would not only develop a plan, but once the plan was developed, and when I mean plan, I mean a marketing plan. What are you going to do every month? And where do you want that to take you? So not only developing that plan, but I wish then they would stick to it for 12 to 18 months and not abandon it too quickly because a lot of people get impatient or they panic a bit and they don't stick with it when it might be just take a little while to get some traction. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, let it see where it goes. You know, sometimes I feel like people want overnight results and sometimes that doesn't happen. So Mm -hmm. to stick with it, you're saying is what you wish people would do more? I do. And I'm a small business myself, so I get it. You know, you, you, you know, you, you want to have success in what you do. And so it's easy to want to jump from one thing to the next, but you really need to stay the course. Exactly. So just like having a good rule to follow, I bet there are some bad rules or some bad habits you might see people getting into. But what do you think that number one bad rule that people break are when it comes to marketing their business? What they break or what they follow? Either. Whatever. Or is there any bad habits that you see people get into with marketing? I guess. A- okay, absolutely. I think the biggest thing is uh, they want to jump on the latest marketing trend before they've vetted it, before they've you know, taken a look at whether or not it is really a, a good fit for their business and their target market. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That is, mm-hmm. a, you know, definitely think that could be something that people just see a trend, want to hop on the bandwagon, but maybe it's not the best for their business, that type of thing. Exactly. So video marketing is a really good example of a recent trend where a lot of businesses want, they'll come to me and they'll say, I need a, I need a video for my business. And the question that I always like to ask is, do you, how are you going to use that? And a lot of times they don't even know where they're going to Put the video how they're going to use the video or when we start talk, talking about their target market whether or not their target market is actually looking at video almost counterintuitive for a marketing standpoint for people you know they see it they want it but maybe it's not the best so thank you for sharing that absolutely now i thought of you a guest as a guest for the podcast after seeing you at our event last week that was all about um having your business survive in the summer. It was Mm -hmm. our Chamber University. Are there any tips that you would have for a local Fountain Hills business that they could utilize to help them during a slow summer month? Absolutely. And I think the the first thing is don't panic. You know, embrace the opportunity because don't just look on the negative side of it. Not the, the entire town does not disappear in the summer. There are still some of us who are left and businesses should concentrate on those people who are left. The second thing is make sure you're connecting regularly with those loyal customers. I was at Aguamenti the other night and I took my parents for the first time. They always like to find new places to eat and was talking to Ashley and she said, you know, we're just really encouraged by how our business is growing. They offer great service great food at a reasonable price so there's no reason they shouldn't be you know really doing well throughout the entire year and so they're a great example of that embrace those embrace who's home figure out a way to connect regularly with those loyal customers whether it's by 
email or advertising in the Fountain Hills Times for specials, that kind of thing. Three, don't forget to collaborate with other businesses. If you're um, surrounded by other businesses, um, get together and figure out how you guys can, how you can all go together and maybe do something creative and unique um, for those who, residents who are staying in town. There's always something that you can be doing. And, uh, and number four, and I think this is one of the most important things, if you're not a member of the chamber, explore chamber membership. And if you are a member of the chamber, make sure you maximize those membership benefits because the chamber offers a lot of opportunities to network and learn during the summer months will just make you stronger down the road. Very cool. Thank you for those tips. I think a lot of people can use them not just during the summer months, but all year round. So thank you for sharing those. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we did kind of touch on this a little bit, but, um, you know, I work with marketing within the chamber and I feel like there is always a, it's a topic that's always changing, evolving. Do you see any new marketing trends or PR moves that small businesses are using that could possibly be used here in Fountain Hills? I think sound is going to be one of the next big things. And I'm, I'm hearing that a lot. Um, audio logos, where you're, you're attaching a sound to your logo, so it's not just visual, it's also auditory. Interesting. Yeah, that's coming up. And podcasts. I think podcasts are really becoming the, they've been around forever, mm -hmm. but they're suddenly coming into a life of their own. So people are, are literally stripping the audio out of their video and then they're packaging it as a podcast. I yeah. think that's brilliant. I think so too. I mean, I, I've had a really good time doing the podcast here, but I mean, <laughs> one of my favorite shows of all time, I love Forensic Files and it's a true crime show and it's a show that was started, I, I want to say the early 90s and, you know, they've just kept going, but they've basically taken, I think just this year, you know, 20, 25 years after the show premiered, they took their episodes just took the audio and now are uploading every week a new Forensic Files episode, even if it's 15, 20 years old and it's Perfect. getting a whole new market of people listening to the episodes even after being 20 years old or something like that. So it is interesting to hear how podcasts and, and audio is kind of creating new audiences for different businesses or organizations. So yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. Well, and I think storytelling too is that's been kind of a constant, kind of an underlayer. But you know, when you see some of the cool things that Nike's doing with their storytelling right now and their advertising, it's, it's, uh, it's remarkable. It's impactful. And I think more businesses are going to find a way to tell their stories. Um, Nike, of course, is, you know, if you've seen some of their new ads with the athletes, you know, it's not about Nike. It's about these new these athletes who had started out with nothing, overcome a lot of adversity, and now are realizing their dreams. And then, oh yeah, by the way, they wear Nike. I think that's brilliant too. But yeah. it's a story. It's storytelling. Yeah, people seem to connect more with people, the stories, than the actual products. So. Yeah, right. I totally agree. I love that. So it is cool to hear about what you think is, is next and coming up within the marketing world. And um, I just want to ask before we start to wrap up, is there anything else that you want to touch on or add about what you guys do or what you think Fountain Hills could benefit from a marketing standpoint? I can't, I can't think of anything that we didn't cover. Um, like I said, I just hope I meet some of the new business owners um, out at some of the chamber marketing events. Uh, that's been just a, a great vehicle to uh, network and learn and and make us stronger. We support each other and 
I love that about Fountain Hills. I do too. Debbie, thank you so much for being here and chatting with me more about bringing our listeners some of your great knowledge and expertise in the field of marketing. We truly appreciate you being here on FountainCast today. That's my pleasure, Paige. Thanks for asking. All right, for the next segment of the show, I'm thrilled to welcome the Town of Fountain Hills Recreation Manager, Linda Ayers, to FountainCast. Welcome, Linda. Thanks. Great to be here. All right, and we're happy to have you today. So to start off, I understand that you are new to working for the Town of Fountain Hills, correct? That's correct. So what what brought you here? Where did you get started? Well, I've been here for two months now, and um, prior to that, I worked for the Town of Gilbert. So I've been in Parks and Recreation for 15 years in Arizona. I'm an Arizona native, and um, I've always enjoyed Fountain Hills. You know, I live in South Scottsdale, so when a position opened up here, I really wanted to move into this position and work with events, and Rachel Goodwin has a good reputation as the director. So, All right, well, welcome to Fountain Hills. Um, we're glad to have you here working with us. So I wanted to have you on the show today to talk more about the 4th at the Fountain. Can you tell us what that event's all about? Sure, this is a great family event. Obviously, it's on the 4th of July, and it's at Fountain Park, and it's 6 to 10 p.m., so we have lots of games and activities for the kids. We have bounce houses and um, prizes and a DJ for entertainment, keep the crowd going. Um, the fountains, the fireworks do start at 9 p.m., and um, we'll have lots of food trucks. So I have a variety of food, sandwiches, hot dogs, Mexican food, meatloaf, smoothies, fry bread, tacos, chicken, fries, lots of good stuff. You're definitely making me hungry, oh my gosh. <laughs> so um, I, I know that the fourth has easily become one of the, the fourth at the fountain has become one of the most well-known Fourth of July celebrations in the Valley. Why do you think ours stands out? Well, I think the fountain is a big attraction and also, you know, we still, we have that um, small hometown community and it really shows to see the community band together to um, get sponsors for this event as well. Um, the 4th of July in Fountain Hills is very well known. It's it's free, many events aren't free, and it has a lot of activities for the kids. Yeah, that's true. I have heard a lot of places around the Valley do charge, so I love that Fountain Hills is able to you know, make that available for, for people for free. So yes. I think that definitely sets us apart. So thank you for mentioning that. So I understand that donations are being, still being accepted for the fireworks. Can you tell us more about, for anyone who's interested in maybe donating to help make the Fourth of the Fountain possible, where they can learn more? Yes, um, so basically Phyllis Kern, I think everybody knows Phyllis in the town, she has done an amazing job hitting the pavement and going out and um, getting people to donate and sponsor. So right now we have over $20,000 um, donated and sponsored. So thanks to all of you for helping us and we'll definitely be acknowledging them at the event as well. Um, we're really down to the wire. If anybody does want to donate, I would contact Phyllis Kern by the end of this week. All right, thank you for that information. Now, I, I feel like this might be on everyone's mind just as because it's the time of year and many residents can look out and see the smoke or even smell it from the fires that are burning, you know, kind of around the, the state. But is there any danger or threat about having the fireworks this year? Well, we have, um, you know, got information from our fire department and the chief and, you know, they have got that 
safety measures in place, so I wouldn't worry about any of that. Um, they've set the angle for the fireworks so that you know they go straight over the over the lake, and there shouldn't be any concern at all for the residents. Um, they've got it under under control with the fireworks company as well. All right, great. Well, that's good to hear. I know that safety is always a big, big thing on everyone's mind you know everyone wants to be courteous to the environment so i'm glad to hear that that'll be taken care of and i was reading on facebook that the town is currently looking for some extra volunteers for the event can you tell us more about that sure we always need volunteers heather ware is in charge of that and um you know we need some volunteers to help with the inflatable so if you like playing with kids and um, you want to keep them going on the inflatables, that's a good place that we would need volunteers. And maybe if you don't want to come out for the event, we also, not as glamorous, but we do need volunteers at 7 a.m. the next morning to help with some of the cleanup. And if anybody wants to do that, they can just meet at the splash pad and you can meet Joe, everybody knows Joe, um, to help clean up. All right, well, thank you for telling us more about the, the volunteers. I mean, I work in events and I know that well, events take oh, yeah. so many volunteers and it really sometimes goes unnoticed but it is a really big part of having events so I'm glad that you told our listeners a little bit more about that so before we wrap up the fourth at the fountain segment is there anything else you want to add about this event or anything else that's coming up with your department at the town well I do want to add some tips so we just want to remind everybody to keep your dogs at home you know that the fireworks can really startle dogs so for the safety of everybody please no dogs this is an alcohol free event so um, just a reminder for that. And bring your lawn chairs, plenty of water, and blankets to spread out on. And just make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram because that's where we're posting all of our upcoming events that are happening. Um, Facebook, you can follow us at um, Fountain Hills Parks and Rec and Instagram as well. And uh, we have a new summer camp coming up in July 15th. Don Clark mentioned that in the past. So those are some of the big events. Uh, July 12th party in the park we just had one it was very successful this one is going to be it's six to nine at um at four peaks park so right. come on out and enjoy the fun yeah sounds great well thank you for mentioning those other events it's always good for people to have it you know on their calendar looking towards the future so um always good to get everyone involved in those so linda i just want to thank you so much for joining me on fountain cast today i I personally wish I could be at the celebration this year. I'm going to be out of town, but it sounds like such an amazing event and it really does put Fountain Hills on the map, you know, for the Valley to know what our community is all about. And everyone here at the chamber is sending you guys good wishes and hopefully the event takes off and it'll just be a really great event this year. So thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. And with that, we are going to put a close to episode six of FountainCast. I had such a great time sitting down with both of our guests today, and I hope everyone enjoyed listening to them as well. Now, don't forget, new episodes of FountainCast are available every other Friday, so our next episode is going to be released July 12th. If you like listening to this podcast, make sure to tell your friends, your family, your neighbors, anyone who might be interested in learning more about Fountain Hills to subscribe, rate, and review our show wherever they get their podcasts. If you would like to submit a topic for the chance to be featured on an upcoming episode, please email me all of the information to page, P-A-I-G-E, at fountainhillschamber.com. Once again, I'm your host, Paige Lorenzen, and until next time.